Welcome to the 139.14 podcast, sponsored by the Limitless Broadcasting Network, where here we will explore how everyone is fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm your host, Ashley Danny. I am so excited that you're here today. Let's get started. Good morning, family. It is November 16th. We're halfway through the month. I hope you've had a great November so far. Uh, It has been the month of Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving's coming up soon, which I'm really excited for because I'm doing Friendsgiving in here in Nebraska with uh, my two best friends who live here, and then our really good friend from, or like one of our other best friends (laughs) from uh, Florida is coming up for Thanksgiving. So we're really, really excited to see him and to uh, just have a meal together. It's going to be really cool. This is my first Thanksgiving this month where I'm not going to be with my family, which is going to be really, really weird. I mean, I'm with family, like they're not blood related family, but I'm with family, but not like my mom and my dad. Like they're going to be in Indiana with my brother celebrating Thanksgiving. This will be our first one apart. Um, which will be really interesting to see how it goes with my parents because I don't know how my dad feels about me not coming home for the holidays yet. I I probably won't really know until (laughs) he gets there and then I get the phone call being like, Ashley, come home, please. We need to see you. Um, But I've already gotten way off of track, but I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you're enjoying this month. I hope you're following me on Instagram right now. Uh, My handle changed. It's at 13914, spell out 14. So the number one, number three, number nine, spell out 14 underscore by Ashley Danny. I wanted to put the title of the podcast in there so it's easier to find me when you're looking for me via a search and Instagram. But if you've been following me on Instagram, I have been putting up what I'm thankful for every single day. Uh, We started a whole new series called The Proverb or Hashtag hashtag Wisdom Wednesday, going through Proverbs. That's every Wednesday now. Uh, I What else have I been doing? There's been a lot going on in Instagram. So if you have not been on Instagram, definitely get on there because uh, I'm just putting a ton of content on there as well as bringing out this podcast every other week. Uh, So I just hope that you guys are enjoying that as well. And please interact with me, please. Oh, Friday games. Uh, Hashtag Friday games where I would love for you guys to interact and play the game with me just so I can get to know you guys and, and see kind of what... Um, my audience likes and dislikes and and all the fun things. Um, So I hope you're enjoying those as well every Friday. Now, this week's content. So recap, week one, just welcomed you into the family. Like, told you about me, told you about what this podcast was going to be like. Great stuff. Second week went really deep and went into the main chunk of my testimony, which was heart-wrenching for me to do because it's really hard for me to tell that part of my story, um, especially since it's all focused on me. I'm someone who I don't like to focus on me. I like to focus on other people. Uh, So telling my testimony is a difficult thing for me to do sometimes unless I am talking with them about, I don't know, whatever I need to talk to them about. Then last week, we went into depth of Psalms chapter 139, branching off of 
just the 14th verse, but looking at the whole chapter, what the author was saying about God in that chapter. So this week, we are going to kind of veer off of the Psalms 139.14 and start talking about something else. Um, But I think it is still very important for us to talk about, and it is about finding ourselves. That is our theme this week. It is about finding ourselves. This is something that is so prominent and so kind of everywhere in our culture is, quote unquote, finding who we are. And there's so many people who are like, well, I don't know who I am. I need to go searching and I need to go do this and I need to go do that. And we take personality tests and personality uh, quizzes, like our buzz, our buzz quizzes are huge on Facebook. Like I just took one. It was actually kind of funny. It's what psychopath, like Halloween psychopath, are you really? And (laughs) I got Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Oh, yeah. That was actually um, a nickname my science teacher gave me in seventh grade. And it's because my actual last name sounds very similar to Kruger. So that's like one letter different. So he would just call me it. But we we take these tests like there's tests on when are you going to get married and when will you find love? And are you a likable person or are you this or are you that? And And we take them and we gobble them up because we think that these quizzes, these personality tests, when we figure out if we're whatever we are on the Enneagram scale or whatever we are on the Myers-Briggs and and Cliff Strengths and all these things. I know that wasn't the right. I think it was like Strength Finders or something. But we think that if we do these things, it's going to find out who we are. When in reality, all of these tests are us just searching. Because none of these tests can actually tell us who we are, especially BuzzFeed. Those are just like fun little games. If you think those are real life, I'm sorry, guys, to break your bubble, but literally not real life. You can just hit the try again button until you get the result you want. Seriously. I'm sorry. That's just, yeah. Anywho. Um, But these personality tests aren't there to tell us who we are. They're there to help us, I think, cope with some of our baggage, some of our negative, sinful kind of aspects of our personality. Like, I'm really big into the Enneagram. I think it's a great tool because it really has helped me understand who I am when it comes to why I do some of the things that I do. And it's there to help me um, do better and not be such a negative side of a two, but more of a healthy two and to be a healthy person. And I think that's what personality tests started as, but it's turned into this like, oh, I'm a uh, extroverted whatever on Myers-Briggs. That must be exactly who I am. But you know how many people also have probably the same one as you? Like, we forget that. We forget that the results that we get on a personality test or a quiz of some sort, other people have also gotten those. If everyone was exactly, like, take for take for example the Enneagram. Enneagram has nine stages. If all of us were the exact number, like, exactly to the T of what it says on that personality test, 
we would have so many people who are exactly alike. We would be so bored. And that would go against everything that we talked about in Psalms 139 because God made us each individually, crafted us individually. So when I think about personality tests, when I think about like a two, because I'm a two, it's the helper. It's a very popular number, especially in the female gender because of how we were raised and whatnot. But with the two, what I think about is I, I give it a color and I didn't get this analogy from like my own brain. Somebody else gave this to me. I can't remember who it was, but whoever you were, you were genius and I'm going to share it. <laughs> think of a color to that. So my favorite color is blue. So I'm going to think when I... When I think of a two, I'm going to think of the color blue. Now, when we think of blue, yeah, we think of the primary color blue. But if we really like dig into blue, there are hundreds and thousands, thousands of shades of blue, even if they're one tiny number different. Like if you look at the hex code, what designers use to like find their right blue, if you just change one number or one letter it just changes the blue just a little bit, but it's still different because with that many shades of blue, there's that many types of people, that many types of twos within one number. That's how I like to look at it when it comes to personality tests, that even though I get certain results, not everything in the result is going to be me because if it was that way, what what would be the purpose of having so many different types of people and God crafting us so individually? So that's why we got to be really careful about personality tests and, and these buzz quizzes and all these things because it doesn't really tell us who we are. I know, it's kind of crazy to think about. So you're probably thinking, actually, if these personality tests that have been apparently crafted by psychology majors and probably not majors, sorry, psychology graduates and doctorates and all the things, if what they're crafting doesn't tell us who we are, how do we find out who we are? I'm glad you asked. We find ourselves through our relationship with Jesus. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. The way we find ourselves is through our relationship with our creator. It's that simple. See, God knows who we are. We talked about that in the last episode. We talked about, and I've mentioned it in this one, that God intricately created us. So much that he knows exactly who we are. He knows exactly what we're like. He knows our likes and our dislikes. He knows uh, the best path for us in our careers and the best path for us in our relationships and in our friendships and all, all the things in between. He knows all of it. And he knows our purpose because he created us. He created us with a purpose. And the only way for us to find our purpose is to connect with God. Is to connect with our creator. Some of you are thinking, okay, Ashley, fine. Connect with my creator. So you're telling me if I pray, read my Bible and go to church, I'll find out who I am. 
Yes and no. There's a difference between connecting and building a relationship with your father in heaven and just going through the motions. I have been there where I just went through the motions. I thought if I read my Bible and I went to church and I did all these things that the path that I created for myself actually really wasn't path. It was more of me trying to push through the bushes of a forest that should have never been pushed through. Um, But if I quote unquote created a path for myself and I did all the things I was supposed to do and followed all the rituals that my life would be great and I would find my purpose through that. You know what happened? I hit a brick wall. And if you listen to my testimony, I was forced out of my job because of it. And it was because I was just going through the motions. Family, we cannot just go through the motions. That's not a real friendship. Think about your best friends, your spouses, your siblings, your family. Did you just go through the motions with them and that's how you got to be close? No, you invested time. And that's what we have to do. We have to invest time into a relationship with our Heavenly Father so that way we can find our purpose. Now, our purpose. There is one main purpose that Jesus gives us at the end of Matthew. And it's called the Great Commission. The Great Commission is in Matthew chapter 28 verses uh, technically 16 through 20, but I'm just going to read 18 through 20. And it says, when, or sorry, then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Now, this passage is a very big and popular passage in the Christian faith. And it should be because it's literally Jesus telling us what we need to do. This is this is our purpose. This is our goal. This is what our whole lives needs to be about. And it's about making disciples of all nations, which translates to telling everyone we meet about the love of Jesus Christ. Guys, Jesus died for you. And the best purpose you can have now is to share that with other people who might not know or understand that yet. So that way they can learn about that love and they can come into this relationship and then continue on this mission with us, this purpose with us. We're supposed to teach them to obey everything Jesus has commanded them. That's a lot. It's a big mission. It's a big purpose, which means there's so many different components. There's another passage in the Bible about the how we are the body of Christ. Um, and the body of Christ has many different parts. And we all are needed to go forth on this mission, on this uh, purpose, on this commission that Jesus has given us. Some of us are the hands 
where we know how to build things and and construct things and we can go to uh, places within our community and outside into the world and help build houses and build buildings and build roofs over people's heads so that they can live and have a place of safety of them. Also with our hands are people who can cook, people who can um, create meals to nourish our bellies. I mean, the heart is a big one. We need to love everyone. There are people who have such big hearts who are the heart of the body of Christ because they just care. I think of our care departments, our care teams that walk through um, tough stuff with people within the church and people outside of the church. Those are our psychologists and our psychiatrists who who can lead that through. Those are our teachers who have passion for the next generations and are teaching them. And I can go on and on about how the different body parts and how the different types of people within our world all can work together towards this one mission because everything we do points to Jesus and points to making disciples and teaching them to obey so they can be in relationship with Jesus. That was a lot. I rambled. But it's so important. It's so important because once we realize that we all have the same main purpose, the same main commission that Jesus has given us, we will be able to start finding ourselves. And we will be able to start connecting with God in so many new and fascinating ways. This thing I learned in one of my master's classes uh, is called the spiritual temperaments. And the spiritual temperaments are different ways that you can connect with the Heavenly Father. So it's just not reading your Bible or praying or whatever. There's there's 9, 12 different temperaments depending on what book you read. Some of them are intellectuals, that they connect with Jesus the most. They feel God's presence the most when they are studying and reading and researching about him. There, There's one about, uh, in it's called enthusiasts, enthusiasts, where worship is their biggest connection with God. When they are worshiping God in song and just being in his presence, they feel him and they are just so expressive because of the love of God. I am one of them. That is one of my spiritual temperaments is being is an enthusiast. And there's so many others, but the other one that I, the main one that I am is called a naturalist. Someone who can go out into nature and that's where you connect with God the most. I connect with God the most when I am sitting on a pier uh, at the edge of a lake or sitting at the beach at water or watching a river. Wherever there is water, it could be a creek. And I can just feel God's presence there because he created it. When I think of God, I think of him as an ocean. Massive. So mysterious, so powerful, but so loving and so gentle also. I'm going to put a link in the uh, description of the book that I read about the spiritual temperament. So if you want to know more about the spiritual temperaments, I'll have that link uh, for the book. The name of the book is slipping my mind and it's not in front of me right now, but look for that book. If you want to know other ways to be able to connect 
with God so you can find out which ones that you feel the closest to him. Because not all of us, again, are made the same. We're all made different. We're all going to connect with God in different ways. So once we know our purpose, once we start to connect with God, God's going to start opening up doors and windows and our minds to our uh, to our gifts, to our talents, and then showing us how we can use those gifts and talents for the kingdom. Now, I think a lot of people, when they think about um, going out and making disciples of all nations, they think, oh, that's ministry work. Oh, that's that's a pastor's job. That's not that's not what I do. I I work as an assistant. I work as a dental assistant or a um, receptionist or a construction worker. I can't do that. Bullcrap. BS. You don't have to be a licensed pastor to find a way to share God's love. They didn't have licensed pastors. Yeah, they had priests and they they had all those things. But the disciples, fishermen, taxman, all these different people. Jesus was a carpenter for crying out loud. Just because you're not working in ministry doesn't mean that you're not doing ministry every day. And yes, I am a children's and youth director at my church with those ministries. But on the other side of it, I'm an assistant at a children's museum. That's not a quote unquote ministry in the eye in like official terms. But it is my mission field. It is a place where I have been able to talk and listen, mostly listen to some people who have gone through some tough stuff or are going through some tough stuff. And I'm able to care and love on them within that context without it being a quote unquote ministry. So finding ourselves is not personality tests. It's finding Jesus. And once we find Jesus and once we uh, start to connect with him, We're going to learn our purpose, which is in main. Everyone has a main purpose of the Great Commission. But then after that, there's little things that branch out. And we're going to learn about those from walking with Jesus. So what do we do when we start to find those selves? What or find ourselves? What happens when we start to find ourselves through Jesus? Well, we find our purpose, which we've been talking about. And then we also find wholeness. This will be another full episode, but just so you know, my men and women, my girls and boys who are listening, no significant other or friend or family member is ever going to fill the hole within your heart. The one who's going to do that, the one who only one who can fill that in your, like, fill your heart is Jesus. When you find your purpose with Jesus, when you start connecting with him, he is going to make you whole again. Because he's the only one who can do it. And then you're going to start finding joy. 
not just that quick happiness here or there, but actual joy, joy that you're going to feel not only in the good moments of your life, but as long as you continue to walk with God, even in the midst of darkness, of dark, dark moments where you feel like everything's falling apart, you will still be able to find joy as long as you are reaching out to Jesus because Jesus is the one who's going to help you shine that light within that darkness. I think some of you are in darkness right now. And if that's the case, reach out to God. Because we all have a light inside of us. We just need God to help us ignite it. And he will help guide you out of that darkness. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, but you got to be willing to say yes to Jesus and to walk to him. To get out on that water. If you don't know the reference to that story, search Jesus Walks on Water and read it. I'll put a link in the description. One of my favorite stories. We're going to have to talk about it soon. So my challenge to you today. First off, I challenge you to step out of your comfort zone and to find the spiritual temperaments that you connect with God with. I think it's cool. I think it's important. I think it's a great way to really find that moment, those moments with God. Because sometimes when I'm reading my Bible or um, sometimes when I'm listening to a sermon, I my mind wanders and I feel so bad about it because I feel like I'm supposed to connect with God when I'm listening to my pastor. But I'm not always going to connect with him when I'm listening to somebody else speak because there's other ways that God connects with us. And it's good to find those ways so you're not reliant on somebody else helping you get there. So that's my challenge to you. Find your spiritual temperament and then really look at who you are. Don't look at the personality tests. Don't look at the buzz quizzes. Ask Jesus to help you find who you are so you can start living your purpose out. So I always like to end with a verse and a song. Well, I've already read over the verse for you today, which was Matthew 28, uh, 16 through 20, but I only read 18 through 20. So if you want to read the whole section of the Great Commission, it just talks about like where they are in 16 and 17. But that is, those are the verses for today. And the song that I'm going to recommend today is from, and I'm going to probably botch his name, so I'm sorry, but Taryn Wells. And it's called Known. And the whole song is about how it's so great for um, God to know us and to be known by God. Because he does. He knows us, guys. He knows us, family. So I encourage you to listen to that. I'm actually going to put a link for that song in the description. I haven't done that in any of my other episodes. So I'm so sorry I haven't done that. Um, But remember that I have a November playlist live and public on the Spotify. Uh, So it's the 139.14 November and I spelled it N-O-V 
period. So like the abbreviation of November. November playlist. I'll put a link for that in the description as well. And thank you so much for listening with me today. I would love to hear from you guys. If you have any thoughts, uh, questions, comments, concerns, send them my way. How to connect with me is in the description. And I will see you in the week of Thanksgiving. It's exciting times, guys. Exciting times. Later. Hey, guys. This is Sammy from the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. We know that planning a Disney trip can be stressful, especially if you have never been. But don't worry, Ashley and I have you covered. From talking about how to survive a day at the parks, to listing our recommendations, by the time you finish listening, you will feel more confident about your trip. You can find more information about us at LimitlessBroadcasting.com or search Pixie Dust Twins Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll see y'all real soon. Thank you for listening to the 139.14 podcast with me, Ashley Danny, brought to you by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. I am so thankful that you came by to hang out with me today. And don't forget, you all are fearfully and wonderfully made. Till next time, everyone. Bye.